podcasthero.com. The Great News Podcast is brought to you by Podcast Hero. Head on over to podcasthero.com to learn the four P's of podcasting and start your own show. Tired of all the doom and gloom news from mainstream media? You'll get none of that here. Instead, you'll find inspiring stories and developments that are making the world a better place. Today on The Great News Podcast. Treating brain damage may be possible soon thanks to brain organoids. Spending time in nature can reduce the need for pharmaceutical drugs. New medical whipped cream oxygenates tumors to make cancer treatment more effective. GMO worms can detect air pollutants and alert us by glowing? And could microbiomes be contagious? A study says yes. All that and more is in The Great News Letter. If you like The Great News Podcast, you'll love The Great News Letter. Because The Great News Podcast is great, and The Great News Letter is greater. Treating brain damage may be possible soon thanks to brain organoids. Is it possible that brain damage could be treated in the future? A new study from the University of Pennsylvania demonstrates this potential. In the study, little blobs of human brain tissue were transplanted into rats, and within three months were shown to integrate with the surrounding rat brain tissue. But not only that, the neurons in the organoids responded to visual stimuli, such as black and white images and lights shone into the rat's eyes. The organoids were grown from induced pluripotent stem cells that were genetically modified to express a green fluorescent protein, allowing them to identify the cells. Though further research is needed, this study is a promising first step and provides evidence that organoid neurons may be able to integrate with brain tissue and even adapt specific functions of the visual cortex. Did you know that spending time in nature can reduce the need for pharmaceutical drugs? New research suggests that if you get out in green spaces within cities, you can reduce the need for pharmaceutical drugs. A recent study from Finland found lower use of drugs for depression, anxiety, insomnia, high blood pressure, and asthma among urban residents who often visit green spaces regardless of their income level or education. Other studies have suggested that exposure to natural environments is good for health and well-being, and the findings from the Finnish team showed that compared with less than one weekly visit, visiting three or four times weekly was associated with 33% lower odds of using mental health meds, 36% lower odds of using blood pressure meds, and a 26% lower odds of using asthma meds. Living near a leafy green area was also found to cut the risk of stroke by 16%. Spending time in green spaces can therefore be an effective way to improve your overall health and well-being if you live in a city. New medical whipped cream oxygenates tumors to make cancer treatment more effective. Researchers have developed a new cancer-fighting foam that utilizes the same whipping siphon used in the culinary world to make whipping cream. And this foam delivers oxygen directly to tumors, making them more susceptible to treatment. The new foam was inspired by whipping cream and it can help cancer treatment by bringing oxygen into tumors. 
Cancer cells thrive in a hypoxic environment where there is no oxygen. This makes tumors resistant to treatment. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy has been used to oxygenate the body and help make treatment more effective. But researchers want an easier and more targeted way of bringing oxygen into tumors. The foam, which is made out of edible materials and oxygen, is injected into tumors and has been shown in most studies to increase tumor responsiveness to chemotherapy and radiation treatments. If successful in human trials, this new tool could be critical in the battle against cancer. GMO worms can detect air pollutants and alert us by glowing. Can worms really glow in the dark? Yes, it's true. Genetically modified worms can glow in the dark when exposed to indoor air pollution. This was demonstrated in a study conducted by researchers from the University of Turku in Finland. They used two transgenic strains of, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce this, Canor habitatus elegans nematode, and exposed them to harmful substances such as black mold, chemicals used in cleaning products, and volatile organic compounds produced by degraded plastic carpets. Yuck. When these airborne substances were present, the worms fluoresced green and became less active, with some even dying. This is the first time that these environmentally sensitive nematodes have been used to monitor indoor air contaminants and it provides a reliable way to detect and measure air pollution. So, are we all going to have worms in our homes to monitor our indoor air quality? Maybe someday. And finally, could our microbiomes be contagious? A study says yes. The research led by microbiologist Nicola Sagata from the University of Trento in Italy suggests that trillions of microbiomes that our bodies call home could be more contagious than previously thought. The findings are based on more than 9,000 stool and saliva samples collected from participants with known connections to each other and revealed that who you live with and who you were raised by could have a greater impact on your microbiome than some lifestyle factors, age, or even genetics. Social interactions could shape an individual's community of microbes, and that, in turn, could have a role in microbiome-associated diseases. Mother-to-infant transmission was the most significant route of exposure, with about 50% of the same bacteria strains being shared between mother and child in the first year of life. Additionally, the longer identical twins lived apart, the fewer microbial strains they shared in their gut. Even superficial interactions can influence a person's microbiome, for better or worse. The findings suggest that some non-communicable diseases such as cardiovascular disease, diabetes, or cancer could potentially be communicatable to some extent. In another study, researchers looked at the microbiome in lean mice and human volunteers and compared them to obese mice and humans. They found the microbiomes differed significantly but they also found that when the lean mice microbiomes were colonized by obese mice microbiomes, the lean mice gained weight, and vice versa. So this study on the contagiousness of microbiomes, does that mean that obesity can be contagious? 
or that an obese person just being around a lot of skinny people can catch skinniness? I don't know. I guess we have to wait and see for further studies to find out, but it's an interesting idea. And that's going to be it for today's great news. That oxygen foam is very interesting because way back I was a co-founder of of a um, startup that focused on hyperbaric oxygen therapy. We We were going to acquire a hyperbaric oxygen chamber and build out a facility. Uh, We got sidetracked into other things and then ended up closing down in the economic crash of 2008. But that's a side note. That's it for now, and I'll see you again next episode. Oh, by the way, I know I said that the next episode would be the seaweed episode, but uh, I'm still working on that one, and it'll be coming soon. Remember, if you like the Great News Podcast, you'll love the Great News Letter. Great News Podcast is great, but the Great News Letter is greater. Head on over to greatnewspodcast.com and subscribe to the Great News Letter. All the show notes are there. Okay, let's call it a day on this one. Podcast Hero.com